Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Dos Acero Football Podcast Special Copa Emekis Edition. We are live on the air on the YouTube, and of course, you can listen to this and previous editions of podcast or podcasts in the podcast center on iTunes. My name is John Jagu. Thank you guys for joining us. We are coming to you. What we thought would be a good time would be after the uh, Copa Emekis semifinal between Club America and. Guadalajara, which was just won by Guadalajara in penalties. Uh, they advanced to the final to play Querétaro. Also, who advanced uh, by beating Toluca in penalties uh, in the Copa Mekis final. Probably the uh, the best thing that's happened to Copa Mekis since it was uh, re years ago when it came back into the discussing that. There's uh, also another game LA Galaxy and Real Salt Lake that uh, advanced in the playoffs. So uh, even Giovanni Dos Santos had to take a back seat tonight to the Clásico Nacional. Glad you guys could join us. As always, we have an esteemed panel of, of with us this evening. Join us from South Central Los Angeles, a gentleman who I'm sure would not mind if he uh, a little Vicente before he joined us. Did you want to hear one more? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, how are you? Uh Doing pretty good, John. That was an entertaining finish to a pretty good game. Entertaining finish to an entertaining game. It was, uh, you know, like 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 I said at the beginning, it was exactly what Copa Mekis needed, and I'm sure that this is what they hope the tournament uh, eventually, or or not eventually, well, but it turns into. And you know what, John? As it goes on. Yeah, it goes back to something you well we had talked about it, and uh, you mentioned a while back how. Copa MX should just be one-off games, and I, and I think yeah, that's it, it's so much better, absolutely. And if you added like even third division, second division teams, you know, cup format, and then we will have some very interesting surprises here and there. Yeah, it would be it, it would be a great great way to uh, to include the you know at least the second division and or the ascenso. And yeah, but, you know, I, I often hope- thought. I, I, Best tournament to do is to is to have a, is to have Copa Mekis, MLS, the Ascenso, and USL, the non uh, related teams, and, and and have all four leagues play one tournament and have it start like in January and then and, and you know or you know whenever you know in the, in the season <clears throat> instead of the uh, the one because you can have you can do Copa Mekis in like in a short season and then do this other one season. Because whether they want to admit admit it or not, they're kind of joined at the hip. The guy Mackey's an MLS, but that's a topic for another day. We'll uh, jump into that. Also joining us over in Hayes County, the gentleman who was our technical director, our guru, the man who puts everything together, makes everything appear on the YouTube with his. Of course, we're talking about uh, Albert and Chiquis Campa. How are you, sir? 
Hey, what's up? Nerd skills. Nerd skills in the house. I'm glad that you pulled pulled the right knobs and pushed the right buttons so that we can broadcast live around the world as we do this Wednesday and every Wednesday here on the Dos Acero Football Podcast. Albert, Albert, did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it was pretty pretty entertaining. Pretty, uh, I like the hype because it's a, a tournament game and everything, and there was going to be a clear winner. Had a little bit more attention than the, the league game, but yeah, it was pretty pretty impressive how Chivas. I, I had some doubts about their subs or about the starting lineup, like uh, a lot of the. I feel well, like all the teams are on there, but both teams played. Uh, you know, it was the team that got them there, though, right? No, they they would gas, but I think they brought in their, their good players in the second half with energy. Uh, so that that might have been a good tactic by Almeida. The other games they would, they would hustle so much, they would win so much. They would get tired. And this game, it didn't seem to be the case. I don't think I could get tired of that. Sorry, Nico. That scream. That is quite good. I have, I have, I have broken up the song into different pieces so that. Depending on our mood, you know, we have we have that, you know, the the somber, drums, and then we have the you know the very uplifting, you know, what what America fan just does not, you know, have goosebumps when they hear this. <laughs> Which, you know what? Why don't we have a tricolor, a tricolor theme song? Oh, man, we did. It was there was a there was a chiquiti boom song that RBD did a few years ago. And then, of course, we have this one, you know, when, when you want to feel, you know, really, really, you know, very, gets, just get the, the loins stirred. So we have, but uh, I guess we won't get to play him as, as much as we would have liked tonight. Yes, sir. I think, I think that song, you could play it now without infringing on any copyright. Yeah, because I don't think, I don't think anyone is going to uh, claim it. It has been tainted. There's no question. <laughs> but before we get into that, we do have to introduce our last panelist uh, out in California, who's uh, driving around right now. Oh, I'm just for... I'm just parked. <laughs> oh, you're just parked. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just parked in, in in front of the house. Okay. Oh, so that you yeah. don't uh, so that so that when we go agritos, you don't. Uh... Yeah, basically. Because you can get very passionate, Dan. You can get very passionate. Of course, Every we're talking about Daniel Preciado, who is. Who is uh, still? Have you have you left the car since the Dodgers lost over the weekend? Amped in the car. I've been sulking ever since. Actually, my coworker is a Cubs fan, so it's been especially fun. You won. You know, so I I read something yesterday that, that absolutely shocked me. That the last last time the Cubs won the World Series, still alive. Well, the season ended for me, so I, 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 I have very little interest in what happens. But I guess uh, the hater in me wants them to, to lose. Now, you know, normally, you know, we, we, we kind of have everyone's light motif. I don't – Joel, is there a Pachuca song? Does, does, does Pachuca have a song yet? Santos has a song. It's kind of yeah, Santos has but does have a song? We need to get a Pachuca song. Pachuca song. 
Kassan. Well, we do Wait, have some Beto, other... <laughs> it's amazing how the, how the Chivas America time, didn't they? game brings everybody out of the... Maybe he did. I'll, I'll see if I can find one. Well, regardless, uh, you know, it's funny how the, the uh, Chivas America does bring everyone out of the woodwork. Right now we're talking about a gentleman who... sides of the aisle when Chivas and Pachuca play. Talking about the coach Juan Uribe. Juan, thank you for joining us tonight. You on mute, man? It seems like everybody was on mute. I hear you. I don't hear Juan though. Yeah, Juan he's joined but on. not joined. Yeah, I think he's having existential yeah, yeah. crisis because he's at he's at Pachuca, he's at Pachuca beat Chivas, and now he's at Chivas beat America, and he's, he's, he's doesn't know which way to swing. <laughs> the movie was a time cop where like where they they would go back and forth. Well, and Jean Claude Van Damme was the police this and 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 if one of if your future self or your past self like like if you guys touch they cannot find the same the same space exactly (laughs) if that's what's happening to juan right now can 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 his can his brain not occupy the same space right now is he trying to jackal eva right now it's uh i'm gonna go on a limb say he's a he's a proud uh tv star today well, I'm sure he is. I'm sure that uh, that there's a uh, now we were we were talking uh, before while the game was going on. Do you think? Would you agree that that Joel part of that part of Joel was rooting against Chivas after Pulido missed? Oh, or he no, had, he took no. some pleasure in that. A little bit. Just a little bit, but I, I still you want my team to win. Well, you said, you said, oh, yeah. you said yeah. yeah, that must be going crazy. <laughs> I love it. Just a, love it. Just I a lo- tip. love it. Just, just, a, just a tip. Just a tip. You, you enjoy just a tip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so who is sadder with loss then? I think that's, that, that's really the question we have to ask. Which one of you is more upset with with the Chivas win? Is it is is, is it Juan Uribe who because he because he let his passions night and, and and he realized where 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 his allegiances really lie, or is it Joel who wants his team to crash and burn because he doesn't like the management right now? Wait 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 wait. Hey, you, what about Ronnie? You gotta include him in the poll. I'm asking. I'm not asking Ronnie. Dodging the question, just like Fernando does when when he doesn't when 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 we've dropped a truth bomb on him and he doesn't want to accept it. Which one of you was more upset with the win? I'm just pissed <laughs> off at the officiating. <laughs> well, that's to be expected. Wait, that's a lifeline. I agree with Ronnie there because I didn't expect them to give Chivas five penalties at the end of the game. That was just that's unheard of. They only had to make four. Polito well, was offside. Polito was offside, you know. Oh, had... my God. <laughs> it's true. During the penalty? 
No, 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 no. Uh, and the uh, set piece on the set piece. I'll, I'll have to. Yeah, I agree with him. He was offsides. And to me, I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe. I mean, the, the dude Omar, the, the, the narrator for uh, Univision. I mean, he was right. And 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 who was it? Borja and, and Nestor were basically saying no. And I was like, I can't believe these, these guys played. They should know that it was offsides. It wasn't an easy, an easy offsides to see for the linesman. It was a quick. Well, actually, actually, it would have been it would have been easy because because the. There was two players, two players, Pulido being one, and the guy that was behind Pulido, who was actually both. Although the other guy that was behind Pulido to his back, it was it was more in a, in a passive offsides. You know, he was further out, and although he, I mean, but, he technically but that guy was that guy was blocking. But that would that should that should have that should have that should have told you know the the the, the linesman saying hey they're, they're offsides. So I mean, he had he had but the angle know, to but call you that. Know what Blanche? So it was a goal. So he wasn't offsides. It's well, just obviously the... he didn't mark it. But no, I just thought I just thought the officiating was shit through entire throughout the entire match. I mean, I couldn't believe you know just you know the fact oh, that yeah, she was, was... was strongly worded letter to Liga. Nah, fuck that. Hey, wait a minute, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you guys to the sword here because uh, you know the last time when Chivas lost to uh, to America where the, the officiating uh, called off uh, I think a legit goal <clears throat> you know you guys kind of said like hey come on man stop crying about the refs. no 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 that's not true that's not true that's not true he's got the he's got the the the, the, walk, the walk sponsor money. You know, behind his voice, you guys, you know, you guys don't say anything to call him out on it. Nah, I won't agree with the whole, the whole game. The ref made a mistake, but I can understand him missing that, the linesman missing that goal, because it was a split second where Pulido was automatically pushed <clears throat> on an onside position, so it was hard to see. But the whole game, I don't see any ref, horrible ref mistakes. Nah, it was, it was nothing wrong. It's just... That's hey, just hey, that ass. Ronnie, Ronnie's, Ronnie's on the Bigotone train, so he, he's trying to spin this, rationalize this. Does, in his own hey, Ronnie, mind can so I ask you a question? Does the Bigotone train t- does it tickle, does it tickle a little bit? Well, I, mean, I, I had to, I had to question how, <laughs> how much priority they actually even put the gate called by Mekis, To be honest. Oh. It's your centenary, Ronnie. I can see. You know what's not Is it if America would have won? It would. The argument would be right now. No, no, no. I, I actually do. I do question it because, I mean, personally, I want it because I want because I wanted it because of uh, Copa Libertadores. But I mean, I'll, honestly, I don't know the what the future is going to hold for Copa Libertadores. But I have to question because some of the players that that, that played today, and it's like gee, they're not really even regulars. And uh, so I mean, I, I just had what's that for League Cup in England. Yes, but, but, That's what but this here, here's, here's the thing. Up until re, up until recently, America was really putting that much, you know, that much uh, emphasis on Copa Emekis. They were playing a lot of the the younger guys and the guys from the from the from the reserves, like you know, in throughout the group stages. And I, and, and I know most a lot of teams do that. And I know that you know, obviously, you know, with, with the knockout phases, that you know, a little bit more of the the first teamers had more, you know, had more minutes. 
But I was just surprised that they didn't really go, you know, with the full full team. You guys and, had to save save your players for for uh, the monster game this weekend. I I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Ronnie. But uh, you know, Chivas. Uh, they they've been doing the same thing. They've been uh, they've been playing their their uh, their bench players more. You know, they they've been using uh, rotaciones for the Copa Mekis. Where the where the backup players play more, it's just it just happens. Uh, this Chivas team, they're, they they have a lot more depth. You know, they got a good uh, they got some, they got some really good players on the on the bench that they they signed. Uh, so I think I think it cuts both ways there. Where Chivas didn't really, I mean, I didn't see the game, so I you know I couldn't tell. You. I, I, I I disagree with you on that on Chivas. But, but Chivas, I, Chivas I, I, was I playing with reserve players too, so it wasn't like they were being beat by their first team. So yeah. I'm not. I don't understand what you're. What you're. Polido returning from injury. And the the rotas uh, actually hurt Chivas in the uh, first half. Chivas uh, out of curiosity, Ronnie, on the, on the America list of excuses for losing, how how far down is this? Like in in the 30s or 40s? No, but I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, did you did you even like you know? I, I'm surprised that Miki Arroyo didn't take a penalty shot. You know. Talk talk to genius. Talk to genius mustache about that, my friend. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the priority. I mean, the league. Hey, man, if Gulit wasn't in the first half, if there was Aldivar or, or Suela were in the first half, they would have been up 2 They would have been up 2 1. Yeah, that, that miss by, by Gulit was. Oh, yeah, two. Gullit was incredible. The, the first one was, I thought, was pretty bad. And then the second half, Ronnie, America was like bunkering. No, they, well, obviously, not, there's a difference. America scored first. They were doing I think, the whole game. No, 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 not before, not before the goal, not before the goal. And I think, that, and I think, the goal and I, I was scored on a counter. Yeah, no, no, That's no. All what they I'm did. saying is, no. No, you call I it the cat to, and mouse. I have to work for this. Estilo ratonero. Cat and mouse. The first half, but after <laughs> the goal was scored, they were they were parking the bus and they couldn't get in possession until she was let up a little bit towards the end. Like. Now, Chiquis, would you say they were playing like Nats? Oh, yeah. No, they, they were playing like, like Nicaragua. It, it felt oh, like no. a Mexico-U.S. game. U.S. fans were complaining, oh, the bunk plus, or how much mileage that happened and all this stuff. There. Well, after Chivas scored and tied it up, they parked the bus as well. So it seems like they were also playing for for the for the one one to take it to pe- uh, the PKs. I don't. I didn't see that at all, man. They were all in America's offensive. No, because 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 in America took more of the initiative once the game got zero zero. Tactic. I made that. Man, are you are you drilling for oil? No. <laughs> I want to see the possession. I, I think that's Juan. I think he may be driving. Juan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bet you the possession is 70, 70% is that, cheaper. Is, is a background Yeah, website where you can go get stats uh, like that. What's, what's that? Yeah, you... One second. My background I'll put it on mute. Let me... Uh, you know... Well, before I go on no, you, no, I Ronnie. Like, do you think that that Medica should have played more of a starter? <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I don't, I, I don't even. I think the the the, the, 
the the players that played. I mean, I, I there's maybe one or two that I wouldn't have played, but I just didn't like the fact that they they became a little bit more reserved after the goal. And I and, and and I hate that. Like even like like La Volpe's first game when they were up like you know two nothing. I forget against the team. I forget the team. They were up two up like pretty fast. I think it was against Pumas. Was it was it Pumas? It was. And it's like immediately they they started defending that 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 the lead. And I'm thinking I'm I I'm I hate that. I'm like, I'm totally so against that. I just said I don't care what the score is. You don't protect the lead up until like the 85th minute. That's when I'm like, for me personally, that's when it, it's okay. Hold the lead now, but once when I don't care if you're one nothing, two nothing, three nothing, you keep going. And I, and I knew that it was going to bite Amerika in the ass. It took a big bite. Yeah, it did. It, it did. I think I think they didn't manage the time wisely because after like when they scored in the 20th minute, they basically you know st- started defending. I mean, they didn't park the bus, but they really jarred something loose, Tiger. <laughs> I just, I, I fucking hate when teams do that. Yeah, you, so, so, so it's not uh, just, what, uh, so it wasn't the, just the refs, the is what you're saying, right? No, I think, I think, I, I mean, I, the officials didn't have, like, well, I mean, obviously there was an offside goal that shouldn't have been counted, and that was Pulido, you know, but, you know, other than that, I just, you know, obviously I didn't like the, the officiating from, from like, around the 20th, or like, maybe about 10 from minutes the first after the minute goal was to the 90th minute. minute. No, no, I just, I just don't think the the, 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 the calls were here, I, you know, like, you know, first, the first booking that, uh, that so you're saying, was, uh, do you think that the ref the... was unfair when he flipped the coin? What's, I didn't even see that part. I didn't even see that. <laughs> Joel, on on the list of America excuses for losing, how high up is the ref? Is it usually is it like top three? Yeah, that that seems about right, John. <clears throat> you know how important well, it is when it's the first thing that's mentioned, right? Well, well, offside. Uh, hey, was that was it fair for you know like when America lost Argentina in the 2010 World Cup? It was on offside. It was on, uh, they have scored an offside goal. It sucked, and what was and what was the worst part and, about that? And, what was the worst part about that play? Everybody in the stadium saw it. No, no, no. That's what well, upside about. that. But what was what was the worst part about that play for Mexico? Is that it stayed in their heads? And what happened five minutes later? They got another one. Yeah. You got to get over it. You had a chance to win after that. After that, they kicks and they and they 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 blew it. They missed two penalties. Regardless of what happened with the reps, they still had their own destiny in their hand, and they did. They did not come through. All you want, it was. It was still up there. It was at the end. It was literally at their feet. <clears throat> Which goes back to me saying that we need better refs. So run. Yeah. Good luck, we need. Te- we need. We need technology, and we need fucking better refs. There's, hey. no, there's, there's no way you're gonna have better refs, man. The refs are terrible. Everywhere. No, when you, you say terrible, are you are you upset because they miss one point five percent of the calls that they make? You know, I'm just, it, I, you it, know what? One point five. You know what? It's it's funny you say that, John, because I was actually watching that last night. I was watching last night the rerun uh, rerun of a uh, of HBO Real Sports, and they were talking about the ML, MLB uh, officials. 
mm-hmm. and MLB, you know, basically claims saying that their uh, their officials get get the get it right, like ninety two, ninety, like ninety five percent of the calls get right. Well, in a three year study uh, that you know Real Sports did, and they got this uh, st- uh, economist slash. Uh, statistics, dude. From my, I get what university. It's like thirty percent. You know, it's like thirty percent. It's, it's fucking pretty. The refs are wrong. On balls and strikes. On balls and strikes. You know. What the hell is this crap, man? Why are we talking about baseball? I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying, dude. I think the stakes are too high now in professional sports to be traditionalist. And, and, and just like, oh, well, you know, it, we can accept mistakes. I said, no. With the amount so of money you want fucking spend. You want Steinet to start officiating the game? You know, uh, Chivas winning this, this the semifinal game, it might be a, a battlement for uh, the Cubs, right? Because isn't there – they got that curse. It was, a, it was actually – the first time, I believe there was a graphic that they had that they, that they beat America in, in a cup game since 1943. Hey, this has got to be pretty bad for America. This, if, if they were going to win a cup this year, this was going to be the one. You got cup going to be a lot harder. Well, you know, when when America got lost to Cruz Azul. I need to uh, a couple years back, you know, it's like, eh. What happened with the game? Hello? The game? Fernando? Yeah, I need a recap. What happened? That's just good. You, you don't have any idea? No well, idea at no. all. Without knowing what's happened and, and, and listening to what's, to what's been said, <laughs> what do you think happened? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Looks like... Uh... What's his name? Uh, Ronnie right here is making excuses. So yeah, I'm thinking of America lost. I'm surprised you even showed up, Fernando. Ooh. Okay. Oh, you my goodness. Me. You heard me. I'm surprised you even showed up to this. You've been missing hey, in action. Speaking of Fernando, Tigres is going to knock Monterrey off of the Liguilla. They're going to knock him out of the Liguilla altogether, right? Yeah. Is that pretty boy is gonna have to start looking for another gig? Hey, how how far did Monterrey get re, uh How far did they go in the cup? Which cup? No, no, remember they were in the in the, in the Conca Champions and they Which were beaten cup? twice by by Arabe Unido. So they didn't play cup? Copa Mex. They <laughs> oh, okay. played. Uh, oh yeah. Champions Copa and they got knocked out. John, yeah, can we say I don't know who's the equivalent of a third division Mexican team? Arabenido <laughs> is a top team, man. I'm 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 making a wager here that they're gonna make it past the quarterfinals. Who is? Arabenido. The great. Just to make yourself feel better. Huh? Just to make yourself feel better. I'm just saying for losing to them. I watched them play, and they're they're a very good team. You know, it has nothing. It's funny because 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 your your normal teams is that they're you know I'm sorry, you're not worth. Out. Uh, you need to work <laughs> on your internet, yeah. man. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's all it's all frozen right now. It's like that. It's like that scene from uh uh what is it? Spy, no, spies like us. With Chevy Chase, he's like, you know, are there any pair of wines in here? 
That's a great, great movie. You remember that scene? <laughs> At the press conference? That is... Uh, as far as Liga Mekis is concerned and, and the uh, the organizers, you know, you know, tonight for them was an unqualified success. They get uh, yeah. they get a really good game between the, the top two and, uh, you know, probably got good ratings out of it because, you know, again, it's they played it at, at a time where everybody could game. So, you know, this is something that uh, for, for Copa and, 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 and Joel is right. The fact that it was a one-off made it made it that much more interesting. You know, I've always, uh, you know, recently I, I thought it would be great that, uh, you know, Copa Mekis is one thing, you know, but, but don't do it, you know, twice. Don't play the same tournament twice. Play a different tournament. And the uh, one that I thought would be fun is to play one with MLS, uh, either just with MLS or play one with MLS in their lower division and uh, I sense a lower division. Hey, John. Yes, sir. I have a question for you. Does this raise the profile of the Copa Mekis tournament, like, just a little bit more? Well, I mean, I, 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 I can't speak. I mean, I, I would, I would have to say that it would, just because of the fact that you know, again, it, you know, it, it got exactly what it wanted, and it, a game between the two most popular teams in the country, that had no competition, you know, at least not in Mexico, and it's, uh, yeah. So I think that absolutely raised profile. Now, to Ronnie's point, this was a semifinal for a tournament. Both teams fielded. Maybe what four, three or four starters, and the rest reserves. So you know, as far as the, uh, I mean, yeah, I think they got a huge boost. But uh, you know, I think the teams are still not as uh, important to them. Was it sold yeah. out? Was it sold out? I don't know if it was sold out, but it ended up very. I mean, there was at least eighty or ninety percent full. So there were there were there were a lot of people there. Great game, and 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 that was the other thing is that it was it was a very entertaining, very entertaining. Both teams played well, I thought. Do what they were going to do, and they did it well, and uh, it was good stuff. So you you got to admit, Ronnie, though, that throughout the whole game, possession, Chivas had opportunities on the attack. Possession. Uh, I, I I can see that that they had possession, but there's a reason. You know, you, you could, yeah. I mean, you concede possession if you're if you scored up front. I mean, if you, you scored know, like, first, you're going to concede some of possession because maybe you're going to try to play the cat and mouse. Yeah, like, just, for, just their I formation and their lineup was was that had determined that they were going to concede possession because they played with, you know, seven yeah. out of their ten outfield guys were were traditionally more defensive players. So that's that's just how they were going to play it. And for whatever reason, that's how they decided to play it. It seems to me right, it seems to me that the uh, America's players they've been getting injured quite a bit. I'm so, and I'm wondering who the hell their physical trainer is. You know what it is, it's just that it's just that Chivas now has the most expensive squad now than America. So they <laughs> It does because now they have a better squad. That's the reason why with Almeida's tactics, you know they're they're gonna be dominating for a while. You know, well, well, now those power moves bringing in. What well, well, Fernando's trying to say is that uh, when you got a a, a Bocho and you're trying to race a Ferrari, then of course your Bocho is gonna break down. You know. Well, let me go to that. Let me go to that point and finish what I was trying to say. The Bocho talk, the Bocho talk, and then the Ferrari. Look at the goal that Pulido scored. 
they were they were side by side. Pulido might have been a little bit behind, but his speed and and the quickness in bringing his leg up, he beat the defender and scored that goal right out right under his nose. So if that's hey, not uh, hey Chiki, did you like it when he when he just like when he just lifted his leg up in the air like that? Did, did you like that? I, I mean, it, <laughs> you hard on him, huh, <laughs> were you surprised, Albert, that uh, that Pulido didn't stop and take a selfie after he scored? Oh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't even check his acceleration, but yeah, yeah. Have you been checking his Instagram account? You know what? He's been checking okay. it more now, now that uh, country a little more lately. <laughs> what, how, many, how many haircuts he has a week? <laughs> no, you're, you're the one that. Uh, yeah, hey, now do you think do you think that? Do you think Pulido is going to be a bad influence on the on El Chofis? According to Joel, it's uh, the other way around. So, so it's going to be Chofis that's going to make a a, a a real husband, a true husband, huh? To Pulido? Multiple. Oh. <clears throat> Wait, uh, gentlemen, I, I believe Juwan had a question. Juwan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As Jolie, when you guys were, were talking about possession, um, I, I don't know if you guys were saying that America had more possession or not. Uh, no. Little, uh, uh, he's got a little, uh, a, a whole story about it, right, Jolie, in regards to what San Paoli said? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the girl at the bar? Yeah. No, I, but I don't think we, we talked about possession, though. Uh, if anything, I we thought well, Chivas was had more possession. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was saying that means, oh, right. that means Chivas, thanks to Almeida and Higuera, they had the possession and you know, took it home, huh? And if you look and at a heat map, and took it home, took the girl home. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You look at a heat map. I bet Chivas was most mostly on their uh, offensive side of the field for most of the game. Hey, that's so, that's two so, centenario losses, Ronnie. So Hotel, if 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 uh, Chivas lose Copa MX, Fernando, we're live. Let's let's, let's chill on the name. And you gonna beg for forgiveness to Iguera? Uh, he he needs to win. They they need to win the league. Team A, Team Copa MX is a it's a you know. I don't want a campeonismo de Copa MX. No quieres un campeonismo de la Copa MX? Nah, dude. <laughs> League, hey, 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 you think you League or Anything below that, it's, we might as well be claiming pro the championships. <laughs> Next thing you're gonna be asking what, me what about those stars to the crest. What about what about a, a club World Cup? Those oh. those are good too. Uh, I'll say <laughs> that. That's you usually end up playing the best team, so. So and that's why I think the team should be approaching Copa MX is was thinking you know a possible ticket to Libertadores, just like the the Concachafa is you know seen as mostly as a ticket to to go to the World Cup. Yeah, well, I think the calendar and then the the Liguilla format. I, I think uh, until that changes, I don't think the cup. I don't think teams are going to take the cup that much more serious. 
I think the media has to cover it more too. If they don't show an interest in it by covering it well, uh, extensively, because they they well, that that goes to the fans. Dan I, format the fans, is ridiculous. If, the, if the, the, the format, fans... the, the the group format is crazy. There's no point. Yeah. In playing as I mean, they play like seven, like eight games before they even get to the knockouts, and that's that's just way too much. But I know if the fans make a big deal about it, then then the media will follow. That's uh, that's who they're marketing to. So. Yeah, as fans, we, but, need to, we need to be more passionate to, about these cups. <laughs> they need to have more of a – they need to make the cups more attractive, though. And, and, and one of the things they can do, Joel, they open it up to the Ascenso and even the second division so that, you know, Chivas could go to Petroleros de Salamanca or someplace like that where there's like a, you know, 10,000-seat stadium or smaller – and get into a real dogfight with it because they're playing Chivas, you know, that's a, and it's a sellout and it's, you know, it's yeah. uh, and it attracts sponsors. That's, that's what needs exactly. And then, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's what needs to happen. That That's how to make, and then make it a one-off. Cause then, you know, you're going to have the surprise. You're going to have the, 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 the lower division team. And, yeah. You know, and then that team will get like television money, which they could, exactly. you know, if they're smart enough yeah. to invest Sorry. it and invest it back in the club too. To uh, buy better players or improve facilities. I I have a question for Juwan. Uh, when... What's up? Hey, when Yo. you when you're coaching the the players, do you um do you also do do you ref? What do you mean? Am I, yeah, am I... you, like if they play like a, a game, a practice session, do do you are you referee? What do you mean? Do I? I mean, like in a, in an in an official form or or, or no, no, not official. Just just during the practice, scrimmaging while you're practicing. Do you ref uh, while your team scrimmages? Sometimes. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, you you have to you have to get them used to you know some of the rules. So like you know, it just depends the scenarios. Like what do you know? Like the outsides will do fouls or. Are you like are you like a chiqui are you like a chiqui Dracula kind of ref? Are you like really really harsh and letter of the law? No man, I, I actually I tell them to uh, because the the you know the officiating here it's it's very I would say inconsistent. Like you'll have a you'll have these like AYSO quality refs where you can't even like look cross-eyed at the other player, you know. You know, and then you'll have these other refs where they're like, it's practically a rugby, uh, uh, not a rugby. It's it's a it's you know it's a jujitsu match over here with people trying to, right. you know, wrestle you to the ground and stuff. So, <clears throat> you know, I always just tell them, hey, uh, I always tell them just play the same way. I don't, I don't care, you know, how the, the refs uh, officiate. I just tell them go hard. You know, if you if you gotta do something to protect yourself, then do it. Um, you know, el fútbol no es para las nenas. Do, do they contest oh. your calls? <laughs> nah, nah they, 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 I mean, you know, sometimes, but I mean, like if you call it offside, they'll be disappointed, but not specifically. Not that I can, uh, I don't think they, they contest. And speaking of Nenas, Gulit didn't play well, so I was, I was saying on Twitter that they should have, they should have sent his, his, they should have sent him back to Leon when he started crying in that press conference. 
<laughs> See, that's how good this the Chivas squad is. You know that they can get rid of players like like Kulit and still have an amazing squad. Fernando, what uh, what made you which made you decide to such a Chivas fanatic when when you just not not five years ago just absolutely hated the 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 the, the, the very thought of them. I think well, I think I'll I think Fernando's you. also a cambia raya. No, I actually. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. He yeah he absolutely is. Right. He I mean since I'm since not, this goes not, back okay, years he defended. Here. I mean, he defends I'm not, Chivas. I'm not a, I'm not a Chivas uh, fan. <laughs> no, no. Not, hey, not a, Fernando, Fernando, I must I remind you? Must I remind you? What? decisions that, that you know, Iguera <laughs> and Almeida do. That's something I respect because if they would have done those same business decisions in another team, I would have respected them the same way. And that's that's really where I'm coming from. That so you're I saying think, that if Iguera and, 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 and this other guy and Almeida would have done it at Tigres, he would have totally respected it. <laughs> you know... I do respect those type of decisions, like bringing Iñak. That's know, not that's not I, what I was, I'm asking I you. Respected, <laughs> I was respected that they that, that they actually brought that. I actually, you said that you would respect it on any specifically if if yeah, you know Iñak, I, 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 I thought as, that was a, a genius move, you know, bringing in a player like that. So I'm not gonna hate him on. I'm not irrational. Like you know, what? I'm not gonna hate everything. I think it's a yes, John. <laughs> hey, hey, Fernando. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was posting official like you know uh ar you know articles and, and 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 things about like you know the dirty dealings of chivas what? and stuff like that back back in like in the forums like you know when vergara was uh, was up in those uh the courts that he lost you know yeah. the court cases that he lost and stuff like that and you were defending him like crazy dude well, I because you were, I, you were, uh, I don't remember the the details of that whole thing, but no, I'm pretty I do, sure I, what it what it, it had it was until some whatever circumstantial crap that you were talking about, which is usually what you do. That's how you justify a lot of your crap with no real concrete, you know, evidence. While right here you see you you see like a top squad now of the Mexican league, probably one of the most expensive squads in the Mexican league. That doesn't of the business decisions Monterrey that, also had expensive squads. They were doesn't, doesn't we're learning that money like, doesn't necessarily mean success. But it can it's a come you know and I think that's I, mean, fan, I think that's Fernando's that point though that, that it's not they're not just throwing money there in in in, in Fernando's opinion. It's the decisions that they're taking that is Allowing them to have the success that they're having, in addition to the money. Dan, are, are you are you are you Fernando's babblefish? No, no so, I'm, so, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to move along the conversation, <laughs> man. No, no, I'm thinking, look, and trying to trying to be Fernando. a little bit of a devil's advocate, I guess. No, Fernando. listen, you, know, you gotta realize that you know you're not gonna get a, a Copa MS campeonismo just like that. You gotta invest. You know, you gotta invest in the squad. You gotta invest in the tactics. And that's this is where it comes to you know you're 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 not uh, you're not gonna get a Copa MS Campeonismo just like out of nowhere. So, so what you're saying, what you're so what you're saying is that you're Cambia Reyes and Juan is Cambia Reyes Junior. <laughs> no, you, I'm a, you know I'm what a, else I heard though? I heard that. No Cambia Reyes, but I think he, I think what he also said though is is a bit of a slight to Chivas. He's basically saying that they're not a big team. Worthy of competing for ligas, but they they should just be going for a campeonismo liga and uh, copa MX. Is that they, what you're saying? They, you know, 
Chivas has laid the foundation to be able to get the Copa MX Campeonissimo. Let me tell you that. <laughs> so, and I think they can do it. You know, you, you gotta look at you gotta look at how long Almeida has been there, how much he has gone already. He already won a championship his first, you know, on his first season. He took Chivas out of relegation, where Chepo, in, you know, in contrast, Chepo has had buried them down there. So, you know, you gotta give him credit with his due. You know, he built a great team that now is in the Copa Mekis final again on the road. You know, you know who's very excited tonight after what? the big win. <laughs> Yes, I know. I know Juan is very excited. I know Joel is probably kind of sad that Almeida is going to continue his winning streak, but that's okay. We discussed Joel's uh, self-loathing last week. Joel is another topic we should we should jump into again tonight. Is uh, uh, have have you have you the breach yet, or are you still in the one? But I would really prefer that they lost. No, I, I don't prefer that they lose. I mean, I wouldn't like to, I would like for Higuera and Vergara to be out to be out of the team, but I followed it long enough to see different, you know, different management. Um, you know, I did read an article in Bloomberg today that uh, in 2018, it's very, very well. They've already started negotiation, and we'll see how it goes. That. Uh, Probably going to uh, jump to uh, order and introduce uh, Chivas TV after the 2018 season. So get your dial-ups out. It's going to be the only way you can watch. Uh, it's the only way you're going to be able to watch Chivas. No, no. But, but John, I, I've seen. I think it's actually when you look at the history of Chivas uh, after the Campionissimo era, it's pretty sad because. It's a team that has been badly mismanaged that has gone bankrupt like twice. Three. Where? Wait, who's? You know, you had. Hold on, hold on. You lost me. You had. Who's gone bankrupt? Chivas. You had. This part of the recent promotora came in. And You're right. took over. It's also the reason why Max Lou bought them. And, and then they got bought. Then someone bought Max, the Max Lube and Yeah, and then Vergara ended up. And, and if you think about it, he did it with, with the Televisa money. And, cause, and he's even on record saying it. He, you know, when he didn't even have all the money to, to buy the club outright because they gave it to him in payments. So once he had control of the club and you renewed the contract, because that was one of the first things he said that uh, they were not going to be Lucky with Televisa. His movie, his movie hey. did really well, too, and that helped him. Don't, then don't, he, however, don't say that because that's trolling because that's what I posted many years that, ago and, and Fernando was just you triggered just, you triggered yeah, he got, he got triggered. yeah I was posting the truth I was dro- dropping some some truth bombs <laughs> yeah no it yeah it's true but I remember <laughs> I, I do remember some of the stuff Ronnie and I thought Ronnie was hating at the time but it was pretty spot on but uh yeah it, it kind of. I don't get it. If, if you own stock in, in a big team, why would you just sell it like that? You know, so obviously they were probably not. It was not only was it probably they were probably in debt too, where nobody wanted to put money. 
Well, just look at the state of the team now. It's one of the most expensive and most talented teams in the Fernando, but Fernando, the, 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 the money that they spend on the roster is is is. I mean, it, it means nothing. I don't know, man. If, hey, you, if you go, hey. if you look at Real Madrid and you tell them, oh, the, all that money that you spend on Cristiano Ronaldo means nothing. Fernando, Fernando, John is right. It means nothing. Rangers from Scotland spent a shitload of money and they got liquidated and, and they had to, and like the, the Scottish uh, FA basically kicked them out and they had to start to, in the fourth division. Dude, you don't even have to go into Rangers. You just have to look up up north northeast of, uh, of where Guadalajara is and look at Monterrey. They have a, a more expensive payroll than Chivas, and they're in, like, 15th place. And Tigres. I mean, they don't exactly – they're not exactly dominating. Doing a little bit better. Well, than the, you got to remember the, that the they're, they're – spe- actually, no. If you look if you look at the dollar for dollar, the Chivas uh, squad is actually more expensive. And look, right now they're in the final of the Copa Mekis right there. It's I don't think paid, no one – I don't think anyone in Chivas earns what Kignac makes. Well, what he made or how much he's worth? That's the no, how much he gets paid, his wages. That's that's different. You know, wages are different depending on what you can sell a player. You can sell a lot of those Mexican players to other Mexican teams. But that comes in effect too because the player is not going to want to leave yeah, but, until they match his wages. Well, yeah, but like I said. See, but, a, but you also not, have to understand that if that's what you're basing it on, you have to understand that the, the Chivas team, they have to pay a premium for players because – Certain kind of player limited well, yeah, their player that's, pool that's, is limited, so people are going to charge them a lot more. So a guy like, say, if they paid eight million for him, would have would have gone for four anywhere else, and that, that's just the reality. And that's why they have the most expensive squad. <laughs> if you look at it that way. That's exactly why I was saying that in the first place. They have the most expensive squad because they got to. But again, but that doesn't. But that's. But and that doesn't necessarily mean that. The, but money doesn't equate to success. Look at that. They're in the final Copa Mekis. I, I don't understand. They're it's just. It's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence that they're doing well. Current, can you name the list of the previous Copa Mekis? What happened? Can you name the two finalists from the previous Copa Mex? I believe it was uh, Veracruz, and I forgot the other one though. Exactly, man. Hey, you know what? But this is a this is, this is like uh, out of Wait. The, last, the last five Copa MX that Chivas uh, has been in the final. Uh, I think this is the the third the third one. The first one was with Chepo. Um, they the failed. One, one the Almeida one. Then the last, last, uh, the Clausura one, they didn't get there, but now they're in it again. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess there's some consistency there with, with, uh, with Chivas squad where it's not completely lucky. They have the potential to, to do well, you know? Exactly. They're doing well in Copa Mekis, you know? They can, they're on their, their way to become a Copa Mekis campeonissimo. Hey, Juan. It's it, it's gonna Juwan. be the, the greatest thing that ever happened to Chivas. How many? So, like, you know, Copa Mekis. How long has it been played? This incarnation of it. Yeah. Twenty eleven, twenty twelve. 
now this is the second participation participation of of, uh, of America. Because they're busy playing other tournaments. Exactly. So that's the point I'm going to try to make to you, Pern. Don't pretend that Chivas is all. Because I mean, if Chivas was really that good, they'd be playing. You know, they'd be playing. You know, uh, other tournaments. But they're stuck playing. The Copa Ronnie, Ronnie, you sound kind of angry there. Are you, not, are you are you talking trash about Copa Mexico just because America lost? No. Oh. <laughs> Because, you know, if America just lost in the Copa de Losers, what does that make America? <laughs> makes their reserves a bunch of losers. makes a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ronnie. Well, I didn't no, hear I, what you said. I heard, I heard a little bit of, uh, you know, crying back there. What did you say? I'm saying is that you're, you're acting like Chivas is like, you know, like the gold standard, and they're not. You know, Joel, Joel is the, right. You know, there's the 1960 Real Madrid. Just, 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 a, just a notch below. You know, Carlos Albert died. Alberto died this week. The greatest team in history. Pieces just almost. When you say Joel, they're just just right behind Brazil seventy. That Carlos. That Carlos. That Carlos Alberto a goal. The last goal from the, of the 1970 World Cup. It's a piece of beauty. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful goal. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Well, the whole thing is just terrific. Yeah. Everything the way about they, that. They built it up. The best part is the pass. Yeah. I mean, Pelé just, the, just way, the way Pelé. Off. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and, and I bet it just went there, dude. Just, he didn't even hesitate. It was just, um, the, just the power. It was amazing. The great way to punctuate, uh, just a, uh, Were you born yet? Uh, I was not. <laughs> I was I was born a year later. Okay. Appreciate it. Oh yeah. You know it's funny because you know, I was I was really young. I watched the official the official 1970 movie. I guess they were already started running it before the Argentina 78, and it and it totally. I mean that that totally hooked me in. So it's just one of those things. It's like it's always going to be toy. Coil, I need to give you like like your own like like your own signal so that when you want to talk, you just go. Yes, and then you can I press the button. Go ahead and talk. Uh, I was trying to say, listening to Pern, he sounds like the fair weather Chiba fan. Happy go lucky. He's he sees the final. He sees he sees Pulido and the gallitos and the kulits coming in. <laughs> and, and the team, you know. It sounds so bitter, man. It's your team. It's like the want, team. <laughs> well, well, relax, relax, there, Pern. You don't want me to make my point, cause <laughs> so for <No> <laughs> the one no you point, keep man. interrupting me. Um, go ahead, go ahead. So I mean, you keep seeing this, and and to you, the team is doing good, but you're not seeing some of the stuff going on in the background, which could have long-term negative effects. So I mean, you have the stadium hasn't even been paid off. That's how Iguera came in to he secured loans to pay it off. Um, not only that, but have you noticed the lack of parking around the stadium, Juan? Well, not only that, where's the JVC Center, the complex? It, yeah, nothing has been done. And there's I asked supposed how. to be there's supposed to be like ten, ten projects, like massive projects around yeah, there. buildings, buildings, universities, hotels, commercial centers, and I think that's why Hiller doesn't like him because I think because 
they were supposed to have the stadium for their for their centennial uh, you know year, and they were selling already like the package deals like you know for uh, they were selling the, uh, the, the like the suites you know and, and preferred seating like way ahead of time that it, it was gonna be they started selling this like in two thousand four, and and you know Vergara got the team in what late two thousand two. And going into 2003, by 2004, he was already selling preferred uh, seats and, like, mutacas and stuff like that, saying that the, the, the stadium was going to be ready by 2006, which it wasn't. Were you one of the guys that bought it, Joel? Is that why you're no. – uh... <laughs> No, no, I'm just saying it's, it's stuff that we – you know, most of us, we don't really take into account or we don't think about it. The other thing is how how did uh, Fuentes end up with about 49% of the club? How did she end up owning so much? Vergara didn't gift it to her. It was part of it was because Omni Live was going broke and she invested money too. So you've had other people keep coming in and investing money. So there's obviously something, something's going wrong where, where they're losing so much money. Well, you know, you know and, 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 and unfortunately, this is like before you know YouTube and and all these other things. But and and I know you guys recall this. Well, I mean, you should at least hold. hold but back. Um, when the whole stuff went down with, you know, Vergara, you know, going to, to, to trial against the old, uh, you know, what's his name? Martinez, the, uh, the, uh, the president of the old, like, you know, socios, whatever. Um, they, they, when they, they won, they won it in the Jalisco court and it came to light that technically, you know, they still owed, they still owned Chivas, you know, the, you know, uh, what is it, the, the actual name, and Vergara, they, him and two other uh, silent partners. We have breaking news. We have, we have a Chivas fan that you need to talk, you need to talk off the ledge. Ledge, Ron. Who? Sergio saying, F this world. <laughs> wants to be part, part of it after another American loss. You need to talk him off the ledge. Oh, Sergio's Americanista, though, I think, right? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You need to talk him off the ledge. You need to remind him that this, this is not that big a deal. I'll play some inspirational music for you so that you can start. You ready? We have... Yeah. <laughs> wait for it, wait for it. Wait for it. Patient enough, maybe we'll have to go a different route. A little cor- you think this is helping Sergio? Johnny, Johnny Rico said, the good news is that the guys won't uh, have, an ex- have an excuse to save his job. By losing this cup, he obviously isn't my guy's fan. I cannot <laughs> believe people are already even thinking about you know Wait. firing Pelais. But you, you guys are, are so embarrassing. Cutting my my was time and and turning it back to America. I, I wasn't even done, dude. I'm sorry. sorry. It, was, it was it was breaking news. Breaking news. I want to make sure that. Uh... No, I'm gonna make hey, my long bro, story short. If I if, if I were if, you know if I was the the owners of uh, America, I Look. would. Fire. Let Joel finish. Let Joel finish. Fernando, yeah, Fernando. Let Joel finish. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, bad manners. Bad Fernando, let Joel <laughs> finish. So what I'm saying, like, right. the, 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 uh, America's owners should buy, like, should hire Higuera, man. 
and like yeah, offer, like just throw lots of cash at him so he can bring the success to America and make America great again. Go ahead, Jorge. Okay. So, so wait. Back, hold on, back hold to on. Me. How many how many titles does uh Pelais have, and how many does he have? <laughs> well, they uh, he already uh, has. Yeah. The, well, the, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> As you were saying, Jorge. No, yeah. So, so we're seeing like, and and that's still going to court. The whole, uh, you know, we still haven't seen what's gonna happen with. Uh, with uh, Fuentes, with their half, you know, uh, of the team, she still—I guess she still owed money. And then with the whole Chivas thing deal, I know they've been losing a lot of money because going from 10 million viewers on TV to about reportedly 150k, you know, could could be less. So, so to me, this this team has been losing a lot of money, and and. And it's common to see teams that are losing money and still bring in or pay a lot of money for for transfers like they did for Pulido. But but that just means they're they're taking out more loans. So I, I kind of see Chivas getting in pretty bad debt. So you said at some point Chivas is going to be go for broke uh, again. The the the, the, the banco BBVA Chivas because that's really who owns them right now. Yeah, I, I could see them going for broke again, um, and then maybe Slim or someone else take, coming over. And, oh, and he almost did for... sell the team. The, the one, the one thing wishful thinking. Nobody wanted because to buy once, the. Once when Chivas TV, Chivas uh, TV come to USA, and that's the only way to get uh, Chivas games, dude. That that service is gonna skyrocket. Well, you're on record it's now. It's going to do better in the U.S. and it's going to do in Mexico. But they, the only, but the people up here are used to their their internet actually working. Able to watch. John, I mean, you can watch. You can watch an NFL game on Twitter, and it works I only, just fine. I only see like older yeah. fans buying it. I, I don't see the younger fans paying for that. Actually, see the younger fans. It's a whole new media, old media thing. Them. Because they're not. Can't just be from the website. They have to make it available on Netflix and all that. Other. That's the only way it's going to be. It's going to work for them. That's the only way. Well, look, you got to look at it. Just be something to watch on the, the computer. Millennials are used to watching stuff on on their phone. They're used to watching. I stuff understand on that. But so what I'm saying is, it, is it has decisions. to be available on more other things just than just their website. Go that route. They have to make it available. Actually, on Roku. I do agree with that. Yeah. I mean, they have to. That's the only way it's going to work. They gotta, they gotta, you know, definitely expand their portfolio with more different types of offerings. So yeah, I do agree and with that, I, but I think it will explode here, big time. And that's where the money's going to come in. And you know, I know they use Mexico as a guinea pig. Or, or and how, to, and how, how sad is that? How sad is that that, that that Mexico's most popular team is more is more it cares more about the market up here than in their own country. How can you be el equipo del pueblo when you think your pueblo is? Yeah, and that was my point, John. The team sold out with Higuera. They're selling it out. No, I mean, that's just the same way it goes with the national team. The national team sells out. It shouldn't be more here than the Chivas, Rayadas, the Guadalajara. Fern, Fern, the national team still plays all its World Cup qualifying in Mexico. 
Yeah, I know. But and, I'm but, saying like all the and Joel, given, they're given their given their choice, where do you think they'd rather play those games? No, I, I still <laughs> I still think they would they would choose Azteca. Uh, no, no, are you crazy? They'd play them in the LA Coliseum, pro Mexico crowd. Yes, hundred hundred thousand seating, uh, cheapest seat. And charge one hundred and fifty bucks a seat. Yeah. Well, they already played one game. I think what's it in Houston? When um. Yeah, but that was the other. That, that was the other team. That was, cause I went no, to that no, game. No, no, San Antonio. Indiana. San Antonio. No, it it, was I went to that one. It, it was, that was against Fire. Yeah. Okay, and then the other one was. Against like Guyana, I think it was, or, or Granada, I forget which one. One of the G's. I remember Chicharito said, and it was zero zero going into the seventy fifth minute. I think Angel Reina or somebody finally scored a goal, and then they scored like five goals in, in, in ten minutes. So, that was the beginning of the end. That was when the, the players were just they were just doing so badly that then Chepo kept insisting on them. Thing and. I, this is a good topic we can end that I think we're starting to see again players leaning on for the uh, the upcoming qualifiers. There are players that are slumping. Like, think of any right now, any forward, Mex- a Mexican forward that's playing well anywhere in the world. You know what, you know what John? What? The other side of the other side of that is that the the, the U.S. soccer, the other the U.S. national team, the Nats, their a lot of their players are they seem to be picking up steam right now. You know, uh, just this week I saw goals from uh, from Bobby Wood, Fabian Johnson, Lulichek, uh or whatever you say his name, Julian uh, Green. Pulisic and uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, Julian Green. I mean, <clears throat> it seems to be that, that they're they're you know they're they're on the up. You know, so you could have right. A and uh, so, but again, you know, what is Osorio going to do? Because because what is what is the, what is he expected to do? What does the the federation want to do? Who who is he going to call up? Oh, and who is he going to call up? Who Osorio? Oh, you? he called up Fabian. Well, well, but yeah, who he's going to call up all the all, all the same the same group that names or players. players. He's calling up names. Gio. Thank you. I think Gio will be on the list. One. One. I think I th- I think we have. Was I mistaken in hearing the beep? Do we have a caller? Yes, we do. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sergio from the board. Hey, man. Are you, are, you, are you all right, Sergio? You, you do your no, I'm not. Search. Search the guy that made the, the penalty. The America. Let me cheer you up, Sergio. You look a lot like you. Search the penalty. Wait, what? What was the what was the one? The 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 Americanista that missed the last the final penalty. And and I was looking at him and I was like, that looks like Serge. <laughs> here, here's that. Here. I'm going to cheer you up. We do look, we do look similar. Um, we are probably about the same height, and but he's a lot thinner. He's a lot thinner. Than I, am. I think that's what hurt more. Yeah, you would have like missed the penalty as bad as he did. 
It, yeah, it was. I mean, and he took penalties the way I take a penalty, so. <laughs> <laughs> you you going to drink twice as much now? Jesus Christ, I'm fucking drunk right now. Sergio, Sergio, do you do you drink more after a win or after a loss? Uh, after a loss. After a Sergio, loss. what do you think of uh, La Volpe's it, performance? Fuck. Well, you La know, Volpe. tonight it was fuck cheeky, Volpe, right? Fuck cheekies. Fuck. <laughs> fuck that whole fuck La Volpe, La Volpeissimo, all that shit. I don't give a fuck about that shit. We were the laughing stock of the league. La Volpe, our coach. Years ago, we were the laughing stock of the league. I know, I know, Ron, I know Ronnie wrote a, an article about how La Volpe likes to develop players, and that's really cool. And how, you know, not giving a shit about a title. You're saying go great. develop players with Colibrias. We're all about titles here at America. Didn't run you right you're not you're not you're not bitter about the loss tonight, are you? It, it seems like you're, you're 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 very pragmatic about it. Oh yeah, no, I'm not bitter at all. Totally not. It doesn't sound like it. it sounds not, sounds like you're very 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 no, even. I'm keen. not bitter about losing to our biggest rival in a, in a. I don't give a twice shit. In, in, at in, home in when we the lose. same stadium at home. At home. Hey, not not to defend La Volpe. But they did bring him in mid-season. End of the end for La Volpe, you think? Well, that, is, no, is the no, luster no, off? I mean, they're they're going to keep the guy until the season's over. They're still in the league. Yeah, they're still fire him when he loses to Real Madrid. The league, yeah, they didn't get that far. The title. They're not going to. Well, get- you know, they're not going to win anything because well, one, it's La Volpe, and he has you know he's what he he's he's very good at not winning. <laughs> In the title in twenty years, yeah. Old and you have you for that. Well, Ch- so, Chiquis Garcia in the post game interview said that La Volpe's tactics and uh, and style needs time to be implemented. So it's too early. He needs more time to win the cup. Next Sergio, so do you think that uh, who had the better tactics, uh, Almeida or La Volpe? La Volpe didn't coach. Are you talking about today? Today yeah, or in general? Today. today. Well, La Volpe didn't coach tonight. La Volpe wasn't the coach. Obviously, Almeida had – well, obviously, the team that won had better tactics. I mean, Chivas was the better team today. I mean, they really were. If I watched I watched the entire game, and Chivas played better. They had more scoring chances. And, uh, I mean, that's just the truth. I mean – he held majority of the possessions, had more scoring chances, and they won in PKs. I mean, so do you attribute that to because they have a better squad than America, or just they just got outplayed? America hasn't looked very. Uh, they've looked very underwhelming under level. Almost never left. Chiquis Garcia just quoted, just, just quoted right now saying, estamos orgullosos del carácter de los jugadores, se brindaron al máximo. You agree with that? That's what, that, that is what losers say. You know what? Fuck Chiquis Garcia. Serge, I have a question, man. Yeah. What, what's your take on Pelayas? Because I feel that there's a lot of Americanistas that don't want him. 
I'm actually okay with him. He's made some not so great coaching changes, but he did bring in Piojo, who gave us a title. He did bring in Mohamed, gave us a title. So I'm okay with Belas right now. Yeah, because there's there seems to be a lot of negativity, but if you've seen America for the past 20 years, I'll say they've been the most consistent under under Pelias as far as winning and, and winning titles or cups. Yeah, I mean, ever since Pelias showed up, we started to play a lot better. So uh, three, league, three league finals, two uh, Concacaf championships. They've, you know, they lost to the semi. They lost them to the semifinals. Joel, very quickly on the on the America list of excuses for losing. Where is oh we need, we need time to implement the coach's style? Oh man! Like the bottom half of the top ten, or is that is that further that, down? That sounds like Kachima's excuse. <laughs> well, that's because oh. they changed coaches. America is kind of right there with them. So, <laughs> well, at least we used to. Um, I don't know. It's it's top ten as well. <laughs> At the top ten. I, I think they should bring back uh, Michel Bauer. I think that was he, that was that was as good a move as America has ever. He did get his certificate from the Johan Cruyff Institute of, <laughs> uh, which, you know, that was on that was on his bio on the on the web page for years. What did Juan say? Cualquier pendejo. That's one of the lines from uh, Club de Cuervos. <laughs> I didn't hey, need to watch that show. For Joel and for uh, Juan. Bueno, el rebaño, Juan. Is, uh, do you guys really think La Chofis is, is messy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this there is <laughs> Okay, never mind. Okay, the laughter answers my question. No, cool. but, but even John, John and I were talking earlier before the show that he he's been impressive this game. He he's got some good passes. Um, he's not you can't say he's messy, but he's he's a really good he's, player. Do you think he's you, uh, messy, think but M E S S Y? Messy. Maybe maybe he doesn't clean up to himself, you know, when he eats and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that that, that that La Trophies is the kind of guy that still leaves skid marks. There's no question. So, yeah. <laughs> is, he better, is he better than Omar Arellano? Oh, absolutely. Think, uh, Arellano. You, you know what, though? Arellano suffered through a lot of injuries. So that yeah. that hindered his career. Yeah, yeah but he was, he, was, uh, he was okay. He was nothing special. Not that this guy is like... But you know when That's when he thing. before he but this got guy is injured, definitely he, more talented. He has more upside. Hey, before he got injured, there was YouTube videos. Well, side I, by I'm side sure there were. There were. There were. <laughs> Had a better chance of of Pivas and Omar Arellano or or La Trophies. That's and you know what? That's the thing. Some of these players they should be more consistent, and and then they're not. They're not as consistent as they should be, and uh, we keep saying that they're still young. And he's like, what, like twenty-two? You, you, you know, um, I, you know, part of the point that they weren't consistent, I, and I think Jolie has made this point before. 
uh, <clears throat> is that uh, they didn't have a, 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 a the Senso affiliate, and now that they're using Coras, uh, again, it seems to be like uh, I'm starting to produce. Uh, so in a way... It's not just that. I mean, how many... I mean, so Chofis is 22. I'm guessing he's been with the senior side for two or three years, right? Let's just say three years. One thing for sure, he's had what seven coaches. Better than Almar Bravo, and that was Chipo's downfall for keeping Almar yeah. Bravo instead of Chofis. What positions? But but uh, well, yeah, with, you, with someone you turned. Look, I'm not talking. Almeida shut down all the hype. That's why. Uh, you know, Almeida, he said, uh, hey, Trophies, you know what? He has potential, but let him, do, you know, let him do something <laughs> before we start talking about him. I mean, he's not even a starter. You know, he, Right. He, he they gets, put, put the, as Bill Parcells years, said years ago, put the anointing oil. He's got a long way to go. Exactly. Yeah. And he's not yeah. really or like Omar Arellano was. He's sort of like a, he's, he's been great with passing, um, beating people off the dribble. See, I, I personally believe that Omar Ariano would have never have been a first team player if, if his name was Omar. Yes, because his last name was Ariano, he had a, he had a much bigger advantage. I, well, I mean, he has personal opinion. opinion. But he's uh, look. The bottom line is Messi. Messi, he has no chance. No chance of ever playing for Chivas. They would never even consider him. So I think there's your answer, Serge. <laughs> no, you know what, Serge? You you bring up trophies. I, I think what happens, we we have a lot of players, and and because Liga MX play so good, they end up just going crazy once they start getting those checks. Just just like it happened in in Rudy Kursi. Yeah, yeah. Look, look so we, we do look need. We do need, like, they do need to have, like, they, they do need help. They, they need help with that. I mean, it happens in Brazil more often, but. And, but it's not just, I mean, it happens in every league. I mean, it's not, you know, it's uh, it, 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 it's not. No, but but in some, they're a bit not, more grounded. Like, if it's in Argentina that, or, like, Uruguay, where they don't make as much money, the players will be more grounded, you know. Hey, hey, hey Joel, did you read the article? About Landin, uh, it was actually an article came out today from Medio Tiempo uh, talking um, about Landin and how he's playing in Costa Rica. He basically said the same thing that you know he lost his footings. You know he lost his footing. He was uh, you know very young, nineteen, whatever. Won two leagues, won Copa Sudamericana. You know went to Copa America. Just you know a lot of you know fame. Yeah, the fame, the money. You know he's making a lot of money and. You know, he just, you know, he, he. I think his exact words was that Nessio that you know he was just, you know, he he had this like he had like a, a sense of an uh, superiority complex. So, you know, when now that he's back in Costa Rica and he's not playing in in Nasdaq Stadium and he's not and he's having to carry his own luggage now, it's like it's a re- reality check. You know, it's very humbling. Yeah. Well, that was some of the stuff that was going on with Chofis when he made it to, when he finally made it to the first team. And uh, yeah, pl- he had running water, plumbing in his house. He had. He ended up having. Oh, what? <laughs> what? 
Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, La Trophies will uh, get his head together. Isn't that what happened to the... As... Hey, do we have, do we have Serge on the line? Is Serge still on the line? No, he left. I, th- I think we have another... Was that what that noise was, or did we pick up another caller? No, he, it was a gunshot. He just ended his life. So... <laughs> <laughs> No, that was his ex. No, that that, that would that would be you, Fernando. You must doesn't be get it out of next week in the all important Copa Mackey's final where we're tuning to watch. <laughs> you know, you know what I wanted to ask, but I'll ask you guys maybe your perspective on this. Uh, uh, Giovanni dos Santos assisted a, a goal by uh, uh, Landon Donovan today. I think. Uh, uh, so, what do you guys make of that? I don't. It's just a cascarita. And, I don't. And Here we go, Galaxy! Here we go! Hey, I, I said this a while back. If they form a good partnership, I think they have the talent to, to win the poker cup. Oh, Galaxy! Here we go! <laughs> Get that fight and win uh, in there. If, if, if they won their game, whoever plays them next, I wouldn't want to have to deal with that, honestly. Well, it doesn't matter. They're going to play another MLS team, so who cares? Hey, man, but back to the Querétaro game, back to the final. I, I would love it if Enguero, uh, what's his name, scored some goals and beat Chico. Oh, Carlos Fierro? Carlos Fierro, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, would, would he celebrate it? Hey, didn't, didn't that guy retire, though? Hey, speaking of Querétaro, did you guys read that uh, that Hugo Sanchez may end up coaching uh, Querétaro? Which seems odd because, you know, Bucetich is there. That's bullshit. If, what's his name? Bucetich pushes will, him out. Uh, well, you know. Hey, Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie, how's your, 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 La Volpe, your La Volpe solidarity mustache? How, how many weeks How many weeks into it are you? I haven't worn a mustache since, like, like last year. I don't know. I haven't sported the stash yet. I was thinking of doing it in November yeah. again. No, nah, but uh, no. Um, it actually makes sense that Hugo Sanchez would uh, would you know take uh, Querétaro because the owners, to, to my knowledge, the owners of Querétaro are, are are basically the owners or, or somehow the family of uh, Vasquez Raña, the dude from uh, Esto and them. Grupo Imagen are the ones who own them. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, but aren't they? I think somehow they're related. You know, if they haven't changed ownerships, you know, like the last year, I think it's the people, like there's a Vasquez Raña or whatever. But it's it's it, it it has to do with the family of the people that you know, editorial, uh, OEM, right? The ones that do esto and a bunch of these newspapers. And he's always had a very good relationship with them. Hugo Sanchez has. So I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. When Querétaro had an owner that nobody knew who it was, it was it was like a yeah, yeah. like a mystery owner. Yeah, was it you, Joel? 
What? No, no. I do have a fun fact. Uh, actually well, we owned, love fun facts. He got actually owned Querétaro for one day. Do we just get another caller, Chiquis? No. No, it was a gunshot again. The collective gunshots of all America fans. No, that wasn't. Sergio, I feel bad for Sergio. I think Sergio needs to maybe take, take an aspirin and drink and then go to sleep. I hope he set up his way already. Yeah. Hey guys, I gotta, I gotta crash, dude. Oh, is yeah. that how you're gonna do it, Ronnie? What's that? You're gonna crash your car into the wall? <laughs> yeah. Good luck, man. Well, Ronnie, Ronnie yeah, thanks, thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving your perspective. I always appreciate you having on. Yep, guys. You guys, how much longer are you guys gonna stay here? Uh, I gotta do. I gotta. I got like three games over the next two days, so I've gotta mosey myself here in a little bit. But probably have another ten minutes, so we'll be, we'll wrap it up after that. All right, guys. Later. Later. Cheers. Hey, Ronnie. Good luck, Ronnie. Ronnie de Luna from Philadelphia steps off the call here. In our, in our, in our, the, the recta final of the of the Dos Acero football podcast. As we wrap it up here, as we're mentioning, there's some players that are slumping, like 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 Oribe. I mean, any 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 Mexican forward, you name them. Tecatito, uh, you know, Lozano to a certain degree. What does uh, does, does he pick names or does he pick the players that are actually doing well? And, and, then, and, then, and then, then we'll know we'll know, we'll know who's actually. Isn't Giovanni a name and he's doing well? Giovanni is a name and he is doing well. Fabian is a name and is doing well too. You know, players like Chicharito, Hector Herrera is having a terrible season. Raul Jimenez just got back from injury. Jonathan is, is injured, is, is is having a so-so season. So is uh, Moreno. They're not playing particularly well, you know. So does he does he take a chance? Yeah. I'm sorry? How about Tecatito? How's he doing? He's very consistent. Point. I mean, who, 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 who is he going to bring in? Guys that are that are kind of in slumps, or is he bringing in that are you know other the few players that's definitely guy Mackie's playing well. If, what would you do if history repeats itself? He's going to bring in the same players, and, right? Uh, and what's going to happen? They're going to lose. Lose two zero. But if he actually does, look, he not understand that his job is on the line. Then, well, maybe he's small. Maybe he doesn't do that. Maybe he looks at the real good players, brings in uh, Fabian, Layun, Giovanni as starters, and benches Herrera, Ch- Chicharito. God, I benching hope he Chicharito. Bring Giovanni. Oh, then it's gonna be a it's gonna be he a huge whatever he gets if he does. And bring in some Leo Mex guys. Uh, Around off, then that would be a smart move. 
Well, the best thing for, for Osorio is for Galaxy to keep winning. Well, I guess at this point it doesn't matter because the game's in a couple of weeks anyway, so at least uh, some rhythm. So, is, so, so Joel, what does he do? Does he bring in the, the team that he wants to bring in, or do you think he's going to bring in the team that uh, he's told to bring in? Yeah, the, the team the sponsors want. The, the team the sponsors paid for. So they can add a sandwich. <laughs> we might see two or three changes, but if I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to see the same team that lost, they lost to Chile. Joel, what would you do? I, I said it in the last podcast, or the one before that, I'll take the team that he had for the last two friendlies. Kept, kept it by Gio. Except the defense, man. Have Gio and Fabian? Yeah, Gio, Fabian. You want to? Yeah, the Osorio's defense, man. I don't, I don't think it matters who he puts there because I don't think we're yeah, going to. Yeah, their spacing is so terrible that they're going to get hosed either way. <laughs> you, you just keep switching people off all the time. They're live, they're live holes in their defense just on a consistent basis. It's. Uh, it's tough. That. I would sprinkle some guys that are playing well, but I would I would go with the base of players who are familiar with themselves. And uh, I'm not just saying this because I'm you know I'm trying to garner brownie points from the uh, from the Blood! crowd. Uh, I personally would, would load my team with Chivas players right now because I think they're playing well. They, they, they play well with each other. And, and the qualifier, you, you need you know need familiarity above all else. You know, just throw a bunch of, throw 11 guys out there and, hey, we, we go go win a really tough game. Well, I think, I think you're right, John. I think maybe a base of uh, Chivas and... And Pachuca players, you know. You know, with uh, you know, P- you know, Pineda to me is a guy that has to start because he just uh, as as good. Uh, that uh, he can, can kind of get going again. And then the Alanis uh, Pereira uh, pairing is very good. Dude, Alanis hasn't played, and I think Pereira he's still injured. The, the, well, they played both played today. Well, they both played today. They're yeah. finally getting back in there. Because uh, against Pachuca, he had a um, he had a, a back line of four, but he had Edgardo Marin, who Osorio called up against uh, for the Panama right. and, uh, and, uh, and the New Zealand games, and uh, and the other guy. Was well, the the other option is is the is the call Salamontes and, and put in pairing with Salcedo because they 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 played the Olympics and they didn't do terrible. They uh, and you know they have some familiarity, so that you know that would be another option. But but I think that he absolutely has to players that can link up with each other well, and 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 know that that if one player does one thing, you know the other players are, are going to know where that person. That that's going to be very. Uh, 
very important for them. And you know, and then you know, this could be the time for maybe it's time for for Marco Fabian to put the the team on his shoulders. He's kind of doing that right now in Frankfurt, which is actually, frankly, amazing. You you, you know what, John? You know, John, I think I think he should call in uh, Michael Perez, the the defensive mid for Chivas, that's keeping uh, Gallito on the bench. He's done. I, I agree. He's he's played very very well. He's had a he's had a good season. He and you know he and Orbelin to me should be the the midfield pairing because they play very well with each other. Orbelin to me is sensational midfield. He's well, he's only twenty. So what you were saying, Joel, about it? You know, at a about certain who? age, you know. Uh, uh, but but just young players, you know, if, if they don't show it by a certain age, then twenty twenty one, the dude the dude has it. He knows what he's doing. Oh, he's yeah, going to yeah. be a great player. He uh, he, yeah, he if, really. If you, if you see the majority, let's say a good ninety percent of all the top all the top players by twenty twenty one, they were already very consistent and regulars in their teams. Yes, son, and, and he's been a regular on his team for the past uh, what three or four years. So I mean, he's yeah, he's, and, he's a. It's just that in Mexico, we get used to. We're still calling Mexican players that are twenty three, twenty four, young. Right. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, uh, I think you're right, Juan. That that would be an excellent. You know, and I'm not saying that 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 are, are not. You know, obviously, that you know when they're playing well, they're 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 terrific. One denies that. Then uh, is on the line. Now, now, again, you know, this is just uh, we're not saying what's going to happen. I mean, we, we all know what's going to happen. And Guardado, they're not going to get called up, and they're going to be sloppy, and the chances are pretty high that they're going to lose. What do you What do you think about uh, pairing those, those two guys, uh, Michael Perez Pineda, with uh, 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 Eric Gutierrez from Pachuca? I really liked was uh, Rodolfo Pizarro, but he's not he's not back. He broke his uh, his. Uh, but the other one, the Peroné, well, I don't know how you say that in English, but it's like the little the little lower leg bone. Since and then hopefully he'll uh, hopefully he'll be back. I thought he was. I think he's terrific. But I thought is a you know a player that has potential. Obviously. Like Losano's going to be there, and Giovanni to get uh, will hopefully get called up because uh, they need to play. And Marco Fabian that should be the uh, so then just you know at this point just pick a forward because they're all you know, all of them are about about the same level right now. They're not playing very well at all. Maybe it could be your boy uh, Sandoval, or maybe you know maybe Chicharito will. He's had a like three or four games where he hasn't scored, uh, and and not only that, but he's been missing goals that he normally uh, puts away with regularity. Maybe well, he's worried he, about his uh, his engagement. Yeah, isn't he picking? Uh, uh, you know, he's, he's looking at diamonds. And all, you know. yeah. and, and obviously, uh, be the the J the, the big, J clarity uh, or the I clarity. Maybe he's got to like coordinate the, the 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 wedding cake with the the brides, uh, you know, the grooms, uh, the groomsmen's. Uh, you think he's too busy planning his wedding? Yeah, I think I think maybe he's, or you know what? Maybe he's uh, maybe his girl's pregnant, dude, and he's you know, he's all like, fuck. Do you I think it could be a shotgun wedding? Yeah, you know, maybe he got his. I mean, you know, maybe he got his girl pregnant. And now he's you know he's got to like put a ring on it, and he's you know, damn man, you know. It was a... 
saint, man, he would never he would never engage in in, in premarital. Not our boy. Hey, that's oh. not our business. Well, you know what? Maybe that's why he's sweating. And he's all like, hey, wait a minute. Was it the Holy Spirit? This is, this is my end. It wasn't me. <laughs> oh, I, oh, maybe I see what you're saying. You're saying you're saying that could. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, maybe he has some. Uh, they're giving him tacos de chivo, you know? <laughs> So Juan, you're a you're you're your coach. Uh, do you bring in? Do do you hope that the guys break out of it, or do you bring guys? Hey, you know what? This guy's playing well. I need to see what he can do. Or do you bring guys that that, that you know have already played well together? You know, um, a lot of times uh, national teams lose to 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 club teams. It happens all the time. The guys, even to, you know, they use them for for warm up games and stuff like that. You always, uh, you know, you always play a club team, and like you remember that game uh, uh, with the Olympic team uh, where they played Lyon, and uh, I think I think Lyon won that game, right? Two one. Grandin. Was it the other way around? But Lyon definitely outplayed him. I I remember that. You know, even even the Leon fans, they were like they were booing the national team. <laughs> um, but you know, I I I don't know what Osorio's gonna do. But if I were him, you know, bring in players that are in good form and bring in players. It, it's kind of like a, like you kind of pick a base that works well together, and then add like one or two players that uh, you know, like Gio, like maybe uh, you know Tecatito. You know, and I guess, you know, take a chance maybe with, you know, Raul Jimenez, a guy that hustles, or Chicharito, another guy that hustles, you know, throwing guys in there. Now, um, now one last question before we uh, before we wrap it up here. Save, save for some crazy reason. There's a line, and the U.S. ends up uh, in the U.S. in Columbus with to do the alineation can repeat or does he uh in Panama? I think you raise the forwards, man. You raise you raise the forwards uh because uh no I mean I don't know. You gotta he's gonna look at need the them, he's gonna need the forwards uh to be well rested so they can help with defense in, in Columbus. They're gonna be definitely doing a lot of running back and forth. Yeah, but Columbus I, is the I first game. Plays. I think I think you'll play no matter what both games because I mean you know as you saw he's not he's not overweight he's not out of shape yeah I think there was a the picture right, that, no. uh, that uh that uh Beto posted on a Monday where Gio's uh yeah. on a treadmill or something was it a shirtless post uh picture. <laughs> yeah, I think Bethel shared it. It was shirtless, or, or he was doing Man, man Crush Mondays. That's right. That's right. I think yeah. it's that time for us to wrap up the show here. It's getting kind of late, and I think a lot of us have to, uh, the world have to get up early and get to the salt mine in the morning. So, uh, any, any, any last thoughts from anybody? I want to thank Joel for, uh, for providing the picture for this podcast it'll be a surprise for you guys but it's a pretty funny one <laughs> it, 
Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to seeing that. want to thank everyone that listened to us on the YouTube and uh, even even, even our, 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 our pouty mouth, uh, our pouty mouth. Thank you, Sergio. So we, uh, <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, Fernando, any last thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh, you know, Americanista fans who are suicidal tonight, there's always another day with La Volpe. <laughs> That's right. You're exactly right, Fernando. So, so, you, so, so to you, today was a was was a win. win. Glad the things worked out. Worked out for you. <laughs> thoughts. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. All right, Juan. Thank you for joining us. Did you? Uh, wait, which goal did you celebrate more this week? Pulido goal more or the Gaia uh, will goal more this week? <laughs> You know what? To be honest, John, I haven't seen those none, none of the games. Uh, uh, I think I saw a little bit of the weekend game. Um, I saw a video. <clears> of, <throat> what's his name? Uh, Urete Vizcaya. That was a that was a pretty good run, man. That's a nice goal. You gotta give the guy credit. So you um, didn't uh, you didn't leap out of your chair when you saw it. Well, you know, we're gonna choose to believe you because you've never given us uh, a reason otherwise. But uh, we will. Uh, We'll just assume that you were watching the game and, and you cheered both goals. So, because that's what Cambia Rayas do. <laughs> Joel, thank you for uh, th- thanks for joining us once again. We really, really appreciate your your your, your input. Your self loathing will, will, uh, will eventually go away. No. Thank thank you, sir. Uh, just last words. Even even though I discredit the cup, uh, I'll give credit to Almeida. He is getting the team used to winning. Trophies again, and it's a good, it's a good confidence boots to have heading into Liguilla. Yes, viva Copa MX, campeonísimo. <laughs> well, 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 thank you for your honesty. As always, you keep it real. The podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, this, my name is John Jagu. Really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this show and all our previous shows that you can download from the podcast center on iTunes or on your. And in uh, other, I guess, other ways as well. But thank you guys very much for joining us. See you guys next week.